today's Into Your Head podcast number 676, How to Live in Chronological Order, Recycling Wax, Competing with the Sewage System, Weed Killer Antidotes, Dan Acton's Murder Anniversary, Fly Shortages in the TV Industry, Avoiding Eye Contact with Dead Birds, and lots more. Get on with today. Items that need to be attended to, issues that need to be addressed, topics. Oh, oh, topics. We've got lots and lots of topics. We're positively moving to the seams with topics. We've got topics coming out of uh, topics coming out of this used uh, vitamin bottle, uh, this used bottle of uh, cod liver oil uh, from Lidl. Uh, it's now stuffed. Uh, it's stuffed with used earwax cleaners, uh, probes uh, which are being sent into the human ear uh, with a view to extracting, uh, hopefully not bits of my ear, uh, but bits that don't belong in there. Or maybe they do belong, uh, but I want them removed. Uh, they're the weeds of the ear. Uh, world. Uh, the, the, if the natural world can have weeds, then you can be damn sure that Christ has held that the ear world can have weeds too. Uh, but I prefer if it didn't. Uh, that's why I extract them. That's what a weed is. It's something that you don't want there. You want it removed. Uh, you want it plucked out as uh, with as little fuss as possible. You want it to be oh, you want it to be sucked out like a vacuum and pumped into a bin somewhere. Uh, hopefully a, a recycling bin. I don't know. Although I don't think you don't put uh, at the moment, I don't think they recycle earwax uh, that you put in the domestic recycling bin. Uh, but we we live in hope uh, if they can invent a smartphone uh, that can tell you where you are, uh, then uh, why not invent an earwax recycling system that can? They probably have one already. It's just not. Uh, it's too expensive. Uh, it's not. Uh, oh, it's not financially viable uh, for our purposes. Uh, because how much earwax would the household be putting out every couple of weeks? I don't know. Probably only a tiny amount. You couldn't have a separate wheelie bin just for that. Uh, I suppose if they could have some way where it can be automatically sorted, uh, if you put it in with the rest of the recyclable bills, then it'll work out. Uh, what am I, who am I to say? I'm not a, I'm not a freaking uh, recycling expert. I'm merely a, oh, I'm merely a humble podcaster on the internet. Anyway, hello and welcome to the show. Two weeds walk into a bar. One of the weeds goes straight up to the bar counter and says, Hello, can I have a pint of your finest uh, antidote antidote to pesticide, please? And the man behind the bar says, We don't serve your type in here. We don't want weeds in here. Uh, Weeds are unwanted things. And you've just uh, identified yourself as a weed. Uh, Well, implicitly by asking for the antidote to a pesticide, uh, which in any case we don't sell in here. It's a bar. It's not a frigging. Uh, even if I did serve you an antidote to pesticides, you wouldn't friggin' drink it. You get some of the spray at you. You don't, you don't drink poisons, you fucking idiot, yeah. And the weed says, I'm not asking for a poison, I'm asking for an antidote to a poison. Uh, but nonetheless, no, I see your point. In fact, I see both of your points. Uh, there's one, and there's another. Uh, all I want is a pint of something to drink. Is that too much to ask? And the barman says, no, it's not too much to ask. It's just that the answer is 
no, you can't have that, not in here anyway, and not in my bar, or not over my dead body, or my live body, uh, or my, oh, my uh, cryogenically frozen body, uh, unless it's somehow the antidote to death, is it? If I suppose if I, if I was poisoned by a, a weed killer, and uh, you asked for an antidote to it, and you were prepared to share with me uh, over my cryogenically frozen body, uh, I might then, that might be one situation where I'd grant your uh, wish, uh, but apart from that, no. Apart from that, no, I reserve the right to not sell uh, antidotes to weed killers, to weeds, uh, especially if they're going to drink it and cause themselves to die, ironically, right here in my bar, in my barular, oh, in my barular venue. Uh, no, no, I have to draw the line somewhere, and I'm drawing the line right there. In fact, I should draw the line lower than that. I should draw the line further down, or further up, depending what way you look at it. Uh, no, no, uh, no, 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 no. Anyway, I don't think this story is going to go much further than you. And the weed says, uh, well, not if you're not going to serve me, no. I don't see any scope for uh, storytelling coming out of this, unless I go on to some other bar now. Uh, but do we have a narrator in the other bar watching this? I don't know. I don't know. It's like when you have a fly-on-the-wall documentary and they go to a different venue and there's no cameras there and there's not even a fly on the wall, uh, metaphorically. Uh, fly on the... That's a song by you two, isn't it? A fly on the wall, like a fly on the wall, never catch us at all. Like the fly on the wall, there's no secret at all. The fly on the wall, it's the fly on the wall. That's from the 1990s, if I remember rightly. The Fly uh, by uh, you 2 Anyway, on with the show. Two weeds walk into a further bar. One of the weeds goes straight up to the bar counter and then turns back and goes back down to his friend and says, I did the ordering in the first bar. Uh, it's your turn now. And the other fly says, uh, Well, you did the ordering, but you didn't, see, didn't get anything. You were unsuccessful. Uh, hence our to this second bar so it's still your round and uh and uh, Fly says, I don't dispute that it's, I owe you a round, uh, but I think it's your turn to go up to the bar, and then you get a round, and then it'll be my turn again, and I'll get a round then. I don't think that's unfair, uh, so I don't have to go into, up to the bar twice in a row. And uh, other Fly says, uh, oh, that's very clever, well done. You'll get a Fly on the Wall documentary for that. Uh, and the other Fly says, that's a bit 1980s. They were called Fly on the Wall documentaries in the 1980s. Uh, then in the 90s they were called docu-soaps and they were all about airport staff uh, but no I believe now they're called reality shows uh, yeah, if you ask me there's nothing very reality about a fly going to a bar and asking for a pint of weed killer antidote uh, but that's the TV industry for you now and the other fly says uh, well in any case uh, I've lost track of which of us was the fly who went up to the bar in the first place so I'll go up now uh, so the unidentified fly or is it a weed? Oh no, it's a weed, not a fly. I'm getting confused. It's not a fly. Uh, maybe my inner self wants it to be a two flies walk into a bar story. Uh, but no, it started as a two weeds walk into a bar story. So uh, if you start as a two weeds walk into a bar story, and weeds, two weeds walk into the bar story, you have to continue with it. You can't be just changing horses mid-shift. Uh, no, no. If you change horses mid 
mode shift uh, then there's going to be a horse running round out of control uh, and there's going to you're going to be in danger on your other fresh horse the other horse could trip over could get tripped over by it and you're on the horse and you go flying all over the place it can tell you no no amount of uh, flies or uh, weed killer antidotes are going to help you then what would happen if you gave a weed killer antidote to a fly well let's find out I suppose uh, two flies uh, who originally were weeds uh, walk into a bar uh, one of them goes up to the bar counter and says hello can I have a pint of your finest uh, weed antidote please and the man behind the bar says you're a fly do you really want to be drinking weed antidote and the fly says yes I do I'm no less opposed to weeds than anyone else it's not like I can pollinate them or anything especially since I'm a fly you know a bee do flies pollinate things I don't know I very much doubt it would you want to be pollinated by a by a fly oh no if you're going to be pollinated by anything you want to be pollinated by a, an attractive yellow and black striped uh, bee or a wasp or something uh, not a freaking not a freaking useless fly a fly is a useless piece of crop oh that's what flies do uh, they they eat crop or something don't they they hang around on dung hills and oh no they don't pollinate things they do stuff to crop i don't know what they do do they pollinate the crop or do they eat it or recycle it or something uh, but no they work with crop uh, flies and wasps work with flowers uh, oh, wasps and bees work with flowers uh, flies work with crop uh, quite literally it's not a, I'm not just saying crop as a swear word they work with crop they work with shit and feces uh, whatever other words you want to come up with for uh, anyway on with the show now uh I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking, uh, flies are not the only creatures who work with crap. Uh, there's human beings working with crap too. Uh, there's people working down sewers all day and they're doing serving a vital service to our community because we'll help people processing our crap. Uh, there'd be, oh, there'd be crap everywhere. There'd be crap all over the place and I'll tell you, no amount of flies could deal with that. Well, that's not true. If you had billions upon billions of flies per square yard, then they'd be, and that would be more than enough to deal with it. Uh, but I do see your point. I do see your point. Uh, I applaud anyone who deals with processing human crop on a daily basis for a living. Uh, but I'm sure they're paid for it. They're paid for it. Uh, just like everybody's paid for everything. Uh, just like you pay for this by patronising the tip jar and using my Amazon and other shopping links. Uh, see into your head.com slash offers. Uh, the, people who, uh, the people who process the crop uh, they get. I'm sure they have Amazon links too, and they have tip jars, and they say, "I'm processing your crap now." Uh, while you're on the toilet there with your smart, that's the thing about the modern uh, smartphone thing. Uh, in the old days, uh, when uh, your crap was being processed, uh, you'd be sitting on the toilet there reading a book. It's not like you could uh, take a moment to click on the Amazon links there. Uh, but nowadays, no, it's better. Uh, when you're sitting on your toilet, uh, just remember uh, next time you're sitting on your toilet remember who processes the crop and think oh those people are down underground processing my sewage now i think i'll click on their amazon links and visit their tip jar so you do that by going to uh, intoyourhead.com well if it's me i'm not admittedly i'm not processing your crop i am processing this audio crap i'll be putting it through i'll be putting it through a couple of software programs later this morning i'll be putting it through the level later and then i'll be putting it through 
propaganda, and then I'll be converting it into the MP3, and then I'll be uploading us to the internet, uh, just like uh, just like the people who deal with your sewage, they process your sewage, they turn it into first they turn it into uh, regular dirt, and then they turn it into water, and then they put it into your water supply, uh, which I suppose isn't really a favour. Would you want me to put this crap back into your water supply? Uh, you wouldn't not. Um, the service I provide here, though, is a bit like the sewage service people, because uh, I take all this crap out of your head, and I process it, press process it for you, and then I turn it into palatable water that goes back into your brain. Uh, so I basically clean out your brain here. I hope you appreciate it. Uh, anyway, I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking, Christ, uh, he's comparing himself to the sewage system now, and trying to do it where he comes out favourably. Uh, well, anyone could do that, you're thinking. Anyone could compare themselves to the sewage system and come out favourably. Uh, well, maybe they could, maybe they couldn't. Uh, but I'm the one who does it. We can all think we can do stuff and we can all declare that so we could do it better. Uh, but I go ahead and do it. How many of you people are out there shoveling crap out in the real world? Uh, no, no, I'm shoveling crap here. I'm shoveling crap like there's no tomorrow. Uh, in fact, there is a tomorrow. I'll probably record as well tomorrow because tomorrow's Monday tomorrow's Monday I'm going to probably record as well tomorrow uh, but let's deal with today as it is let's deal with today before we deal with tomorrow let's deal with the let's deal with time and chronologically Cormley old-fashioned but I think you should deal with time in chronological order uh, Stephen Hawking or no Steve if Stephen Hawking comes along he will say oh uh, time goes backwards sometimes so you should deal with it deal with it in anti-chronological order I deal with it and uh, go anti-clockwise uh, but if you look at a clock I can tell you and if you saw the hands going anti-clockwise the first thing you would do is say that clock is no longer trustworthy it's going backwards even though we can see well we can't see it with our eyes but we can detect that time is going forward if time was going backwards now I'm pretty sure you'd know about it uh, you'd see the although now that you mentioned it if the clock is malfunctioning and it's going backwards uh, but then time also starts going backwards. Uh, then the clock uh, will go, go, we'll be going forwards again because the clock will be going backwards as time goes forwards. But then you make time go back go backwards, and then the clock, the malfunctioning clock that's going backwards as time progresses, will be going forwards as time goes backwards. Uh, but it'll still be. Uh, I'll tell you that's when you that's when you that'll sort out the men from the pigeons. I can tell you that'll put the cat among the it'll put the cat among the mices and the I hope to do we have pigeons around here I don't know uh, I hear about pigeons, they're usually in cities in, uh, oh, the likes of Trafalgar Square in London, it's famous for its pigeons, I don't know if they have pigeons in ordinary places like this, uh, all birds look the same to me, uh, usually I see them being dragged in by one of my cats onto the kitchen floor, and then being put into a bin, and dealt with in an appropriate uh, disease, non-spreading manner I don't know, I don't identify the bird, I'm sure it was, it was a terror, if it was a terror doctor 
pterodactyl or a bat or something I'd notice. Uh, but no, I try not to look too closely at them. I just picked them up with a... Oh, you picked them up with one of them things. I have one of them things on a handle for sweeping up crap like that. To keep it at arm's length. In fact, to keep it further than arm's length. Because I tell you, the stick on that uh, brush thing... A uh, brush thing and handle and bucket thing... Uh, the brush on that is a lot longer than my arm. So it's further than arm's length. And that's the way I like to keep it. As far away from me as possible. So I don't have to look at it. I don't want to be looking at dead birds that the cat walking and deciding is that a pigeon or is it a pterodactyl or is it a robin or is it a no no it's just a black thing with wings that can't fly anymore and apparently isn't very good at escaping from cats so what benefit is it to does it serve to the world certainly doesn't serve any benefit to me while it's dead I can tell you and while it was alive all it did was torment my cats so much that they became murderers it turned my cats into mur- my benign cats got turned into murderers by that fucking bird it was absolutely fucking ridiculous corrupting my animals uh, so they deserve to be dead if you ask me and uh, that's what I'll say to you if you ask me unless you're a stranger who I meet in the street because you can't be just telling people what you're thinking all the time because uh, they'll lock you up or they'll lock you up in a mental home or else they'll arrest you and make you do community service down the sewers and they'll be hel- they'll be ironically helping the people with whom I'm trying to compete for tip jar money uh, so no no you can't be doing that anyway on with the show. Into your head. What a load of crap. Need more? Subscribe to the free reruns and extras feed and shut your stupid ugly face. See intoyourhead.com slash archive for details. Remember, we value the opinions of you, the humble and ignorant listener. Email studio at intoyourhead.com. Follow Neil at twitter.com slash intoyourheadpod and pretend to like him at facebook.com slash into your head podcast this is your deceased former into your head junior announcer glenn acton uh for remember rightly uh, it's coming up to my first anniversary of my fictional brutal murder by the host of this program and here i am uh still alive and well and dead to tell the story uh still here uh, you can murder me all you want i can tell you i don't go away uh, people don't go away uh, just because you murdered them you know uh, no no i'm still here uh, admittedly i'm only here because uh, my murderer uh, my murderer brings me back in his brain every now and then uh, well, that probably means he has a guilty conscience and well as well he might because he uh, he's not even doing my voice properly anymore he's not even trying he just goes oh i think i'll dig up glenn acting and drag him out uh, for another segment because uh, because i can't take i'm a bit sick of doing two cats walk into a bar every 10 minutes so no we'll dig out the fella i murdered this time last year and have him oh have him say stuff like this which i suppose is reasonable since i am his creation i'm his property he has every right to do so and technically he has every right to fictionally brutally murder me although i'm just arguing that he shouldn't have i'm just arguing that he shouldn't have uh but he did so let's let bygones be bygones uh maybe he could bring me if he murdered me surely he could bring me back to life as well although i suppose you could argue that's what he's doing right now uh but this isn't very satisfactory as far as i'm concerned i'd rather be officially declared alive uh so maybe he'll do that (laughs) 
Uh, why is this hurting my neck uh, doing this voice at the moment? I don't know. Uh, possibly you have a sore throat. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, suffice to say, uh, Glenn Acton, hello. Uh, bollocks. Uh, bo- fuck off, Glenn. With your crap. With your crap. Uh, hello, the bollocks. If you ask me, uh, you're dead. So go away. Get out of my brain. Get out of my... Thank Christ I didn't murder a real person. Because you, you imagine how obsessed I really co- would become with him now. I'd be fucking uh, trying to do his voice. And people would be saying, oh, that's in very bad taste. That fella's being brutally murdered by you and you're doing impressions of him on a freaking podcast for entertainment purposes. Not even entertaining. I said, no, I think think what I've learned from the whole Glenn Acton debacle is that I'm glad I didn't murder a real person. Uh, Anyway, on with the show. Two dogs walk into a sewage processing plant. Uh, one of the dogs goes straight up to the sewage processing plant and says, Oh, I thought this was the other kind of a plant. I thought it was a plant that has flowers on it. Because uh, technically that would be a sewage processing plant as well. If, if there's flies going around, there's processing sewage. Or am I mixing them up with bees now? Oh no, yeah, that's right. I am mixing it up. Uh, a, a fly would have no business on a, uh, on a flower. So I suppose uh, it's not a flower at all. Uh, a natural sewage processing outlet would be wherever flies live or wherever they go to process their sewage or maybe the fly itself maybe the fly itself could be called a, a, hum- a sewage processing plant although it would be it would be a lot cleverer if it was a plant as well if it was some sort of a plant that grew in the ground and the fly lived on it and processed sewage there then we could call it a, a sewage process a natural sewage processing plant and we could say that's a natural sewage processing plant and that one is unnatural and can tell you we could use that when we're objecting to planning permission for a new sewage processing plant next door to us if we want to go and launch our protest we'll say this is an unnatural sewage processing plant there's plenty of natural ones available and we can plant more if we want uh, up at the public park there uh, but no unfortunately that's not the case uh, besides which I'm a dog and I don't really have any views on these sorts of things I don't really understand what anything of what I just said because I'm a dog uh, who's walked into a sewage processing plant anyway the dog goes straight did I start this with two dogs walking to a sewage processing plant I can't remember now because I did start a moment ago with two dogs walk into a sewage processing plant story uh, but I went awry and I stopped and started again and I'm not sure if I started this new segment that way or if I started with something else but let's just assume for now that I started this segment two minutes and five seconds ago with two dogs walk into a sewage processing plant and let's proceed on that basis. Anyway uh, one of the dogs goes straight up to the bar counter and says hello can I have a pint of your finest diarrhea please and the man behind the bar counter says this isn't a bar for one thing uh, this is a sewage processing plant and for another thing we don't serve up pints of diarrhea what the fucking hell is wrong with you you're confusing us with red bar 
car radio where I believe one of their new merchandise uh, merchandise uh, items is a mug that says it's diarrhea. Mike's always oh, yes, it says Mike's ice cold diarrhea, and it's on the coffee mug that he sells for about eighty dollars, and people buy it to support his show. Uh, but no, this isn't that. This is a completely different thing. And the dog says, "Oh, I suppose that's probably just as well because I don't think I'd enjoy a pint of diarrhea. Uh, I'd rather a pint of nice, a nice pint of nice ice cold Guinness." Uh, I just assumed that he wouldn't have that in here what with not being a bar and the man behind the not bar says well, if you knew or if you thought it wasn't a bar then why did you try and place an order and the dog says I was just being polite if I if I walked into your if you walked into my establishment uh, or my place of work and didn't order anything that would be considered rude and I don't want to be rude to you you know just wandering and gawk at the place and not buy anything no no you order something and it's the sewage plants I thought uh, I don't know what they sell in sewage plants but the obvious answer or most likely answer if they sell anything which I appreciate now that they don't but if they did the most likely thing they'd be selling would be points of diarrhea and the man behind the oh the man behind the bar says do you not think they'd sell points of clean water that have been processed through the plant to demonstrate how efficient they are and the dog says i suppose that's a bit more likely but if we're honest neither of these neither of these situations are likely in fact, the situation you're in now, whereby me and my friend, another dog, walk into a sewage plant and have a conversation with one of the staff, uh, this is very unlikely too. Uh, so uh, that's not to say that it doesn't happen in our minds here. Just because something's unlikely doesn't mean you can't contemplate it. We're all contemplating North Korea blowing up the whole universe at the moment. Uh, even though we all know to damn sure to hell is Christ that it's not going to happen. And we're all relaxed about it because we've seen your man on South Park, the not the South Park, the South Park spin-off movie with the puppets. Uh, your man from North North Korea's father was on that, and uh, that's why no one's afraid of him because they all think, oh, he's just a comic character who we laugh or if we mock and laugh. Uh, meanwhile, he has his finger on the nuclear button. Admittedly, the nuclear button doesn't do anything much. Uh, but no, oh, no, uh, you shouldn't be laughing at that sort of thing. You should instead be laughing at two dogs walking into a sewage outlet, and then the dog turns around have satisfied that he's made his point out plainly and walks out and his friend follows him and says did you not get served and the dog says of course I didn't get fucking served this is a sewage outlet what were you expecting me to buy and the dog says I don't know I just thought it would be polite to order something rather than just going and gawk a heavy buddy uh, this is a place of business after all they're here to make a living not just be gawked that has not a freaking art gallery it's a sewage outlet and the dog says well that's my point exactly now let's go and have a pint of guinness somewhere and discuss it in uh, more uh, more suitable surroundings for relaxation and the other dog says fair enough and a great night has had by all (laughs) 